This is Brownies Podcast. Oh, take me, Jesus. Take me now. I could not be more hungover. How are we feeling? JB, you go. Uh, I'm okay, Dino. Uh, we just got escorted out of the building or pushed out of the building by Brody, so probably thanking him. Because thank Christ there was a cab waiting right out the front to take me home. You were pushing me away. I said, all right, I gave you a curfew. I said, 10 more minutes and you're done. Did the knees buckle? Oh, oh mate, they'll get oh, wobbly. No. no, I was strong. <laughs> mate, he strong. pushed me. He pushed me. I said, all right, let's go and try to just give me a very gentle tug on the shirt, like, all right, it's Dog, time to go. Brownie glass the listener. Yeah? Yeah. No, no, there was none of that. It hey. was all hey, I was strong with that push too. It was like a dusty Martin. Don't argue. Get yeah, out of the way. A couple of gaspers. Did you get no, the silver? No, I was well behaved. Well behaved. Don't like some of our listeners. A full recap. A full <laughs> recap of the precinct is coming up. Oh my we had to do breakfast radio this morning. I'm absolutely f- Dog, how'd you go? I'm sitting on the boundary line, freezing my ass off down in Launceston, and I'm getting inundated with the WhatsApp group. <laughs> And there's messages coming through. I'm trying to call a game of footy. I've got people getting nude. I've got Chicken Nixon abusing me. I've got people oh. left, right and centre sending me really, really uncouth stuff, which I loved. Oh, uh, you would have been hard to concentrate during the game, Brandon. Were there any gate crashes? Because I did a call to arms yeah, 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 and yeah. I invited everyone. No, there were way more than we invited, but um, it was a perfect amount because I feel like I did time with everyone, like legitimate yeah. time. How yeah. do you do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, did a lot of time with a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of conversations. A lot of Lions supporters there, dog. Yeah. Uh, they maybe dropped off when they found out. The Hawks supporters dropped off when they found out but, dog wasn't coming. But, uh, again, the full recap's coming up because yeah. we've got audio Brilliant. as well. I can't but, wait um, to hear. What's happening? Hey, a couple of upsets on the weekend. Frio uh, stumbled. What's all that about? Didn't like the uh, the wet, slippery conditions. No. I think a bit they... like in the boat, my horse. Yes. He's a fast tracker, just yeah. like Fremantle. Bad hooves. They, uh, their, their scoring is just a little bit of a concern, dog. We don't want to get too technical, but uh, to win a premiership, you need to score goals. Yeah. And uh, they, just, yeah, they just need some help there. When Fife comes back, maybe he plays a bit more time in the forward line. But, yeah, that's a bit of a watch. Really? I can't, I can't see... Fr- sorry, I can't see Fremantle yeah. going all the way through. Mm-hmm. It's hard to... Because Melbourne's clearly the best team. Clearly. You're sort of looking at the contenders, aren't you, underneath them? Mm. Fremantle, you know, their numbers look really good at the moment, but it's hard. That group hasn't been to a final series, so they're not going to be able to run the table. They may get in. They'll probably make finals. Yep. And they may win Win a final. But I couldn't see them going all the way and knocking over Melbourne. Brizzy, holy shit, John. Yeah, well, you were there, dog, weren't you? It was... uh, they started really well. I thought, shit, by yep. how far? Yeah, when they were about three up. And then the third quarter, they had a good run. But then a bit lacklustre after that. Yeah, they were. I'm a bit like you. Um, Hawks just didn't come to play in the first 10 minutes. And uh, quite quickly, Brisbane went bang, bang, bang. And uh, probably thought, you know, that this is the way the, the game's going to go. They did really well to fight their way back. And I think they were leading at half time by a point. Yeah. Then Brizzy flexed their muscle again, got out to sort of, yeah. you know, three, four goal margin. And, and you thought just they're, they're the better side. To Hawthorne's credit, they just rallied. They kept fighting and just conjuring ways to kick goals mm, mm. and and got up in the end. And um, Brave performance. I'll say this. The umpiring was, was diabolically bad. Jeez, a bad weekend for that. Um, 63 free kicks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there was descent? some descent stuff. It was just, it wasn't. I mean, not, it didn't make any difference to the game. It was a great spectacle. But, geez, like, that's too many free kicks. But Tiggy Touchwood stuff. Uh, they they missed Marcus Adams down back. He put up forward 
had second game yeah. blues, well, I reckon. No, Dan Hur and McStay hurts them. That hurt them as well. So, yeah, and then the, the midfield was a good arm wrestle, and I think Hawthorne just, just got on top. So, no damage done to the Lions. They're still clearly the second best side in the comp. And I reckon after six wins in a row, it's good to just drop one a like that. Yeah, yeah, just a little sharpen up. Uh, two strong, two away games in a row, Adelaide, and then last, obviously on the weekend, uh, against uh, down at Launceston, down against Hawthorne. Just quickly on Hawthorne, to me, from the outside looking in, and this is not a knock on Alistair Clarkson, but to me it looks like they've made the right decision at Hawthorne to put Sam Mitchell in. Yep and to move Alistair Clarkson on. It looked like the freshen up has done that footy club, mainly the, obviously the team, done him the world of good, and he started to blood the youngsters through. And they're playing with a, a freedom, a reckless abandon yeah. a bit, which we hadn't seen under Clarko. Yeah. That, they're the only side in the comp this year that's kicked 100 points against Brisbane. Campbell Brown, did you mention this podcast on the, broadca- on the broadcast? Or say What a World? Were you supposed to drop What a World? I, I didn't. You're, You're pathetic. You are pathetic. What, you, what have you done for us? I couldn't get uh, I couldn't get Brownie's podcast out in the in the commentary. I missed a, a easy opportunity to get what a world in. And you didn't why? Well, I just missed I missed the moment. You and went a, limp. A listener actually sent me a text uh, a text message or on Twitter, and uh, Liam Parkins. He said that was perfect timing for what a world. What Brown happened? Dog. What it, happened? It was. The diabolical free kick paid against Lockie Neal. He sort of just pushed uh, oh, Newcomb yeah, in the yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. And we all couldn't believe a free kick was paid. Now, instead of saying, what a world, yes. I said, they wouldn't have paid that in Oz kick, right? Oh, for oh. fuck's sake. That was my moment. So that's what you went with. Oh, my, my yeah, God. Yeah, is that comment? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so no, anyway, I apologise. Nah, thanks for f- all. Hey, what about your man or our biggest listener, Joey Kennedy? Is he okay, the Sydney Swans? He did. He did that hamstring. Wow. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's done a, a high hammy. Um, fingers crossed, it's not a tendon because uh, if it is, that that's going to be sort of a three month month job. Ooh, no. And that's, he, that's probably it for him, isn't well, it? Well, you hope not. You hope not because he's been an absolute warrior. Mm. Um, and you know, if if that's his last game, his last last moment in the game, yeah. you know, he doesn't deserve to go out like that. So fingers crossed, it's not a, a tendon. But I think the. Um, the early concerns is that it might be. Hey, last couple of podcasts ago, I played Mariah Carey's hero because we were, we were bragging about you, Jonathan, saying, I picked it, Twilight Grand Final. He was very <laughs> bullish, wasn't he? <laughs> Almost <laughs> like he knew the results. I like, know. What happened in what? the AFL house last week? Did you get a bit of Did you get a bit of mail that it was happening? And then oh, yeah. You've been betrayed, well, haven't you? Apparently, Gil was very strong in the Twilight Grand Final yeah. and was knocked over by the commission. Jeez. So, I'm not sure how that maybe. Maybe they don't want to give it away for free. Maybe yeah. they want the broadcast to pay for it. Oh. There might be a little bit of that going okay. on the negotiating table because the broadcast rights will be negotiated at the end of this footy season. So a real backflip of- by the AFL, wasn't well, it? What it was. we thought. Yeah, they can. You, normally these sort of things, you, they condition the public over the course of a few weeks. So then when the hammer drops, it's not a bigger blow. But uh, yeah, I was surprised. Have you thought about just buying the TV rights yourself and <laughs> just, just putting it out yourself? Good idea. Good uh, idea. I need to. Uh, I need to go in. I, I need to co-broadcast it. So probably need to chat to. Uh, who we got, Dino? Uh, we get over Channel right. Channel, channel Thirty One. Are they still? They got Hey, cash? mate, that would be a big get for Channel Thirty One. <laughs> <laughs> We asked someone on the... What about today? Yeah. We're running this quiz on the breakfast show and we asked the girl, you just have to guess, it's for Kino numbers, and you just have to guess what channel Chrissy Swans Would I Lie To You is on. You know what the girl said? 
Channel 28. <laughs> what, Mate, what, what, what channel is that? I think it was, that was SBS back in the day. Yeah, it was. was it? it was like 90s SBS and early really? 2000s SBS. <laughs> Does SBS still run? Mate, yeah. You, you know, that was that. So if she, if she had got that correct, she would have been gone in the draw with only three other people the chance to win $25,000. Uh, and she's gone with 28. She rolled out 28. <laughs> That's appalling. Jesus. Hey, what's this Luke Beveridge stuff? Oh, Luke Beveridge was interesting uh, on the weekend. So the Western Bulldogs had a narrow win against Gold Coast Suns. It was a pretty good game, but uh, he was questioned in the press conference afterwards and said about Aaron Norton why he went quiet in the second half. And I'm just going to read it verbatim. He said, I've got to be really careful here. After the game, what happens is you are pretty sure you know what happened, but you've got to go back to have a look just to make sure. Uh, You know, they were referring to supposed blocking going on uh, by Sam Collins, his opponent, on Aaron Norton. And obviously, geez, he's, set, he's setting on, him Bevo. up for a whack there, because they've gone and checked the tapes. Hardly anything happened. So it was almost alluding to there was a lot happening. Like, uh, there was a fair bit of uh, illegal tactics untoward happening behind the ball. Shit. Untoward shit happening behind the field. He's getting a bit precious, isn't he? Like, yeah. Sam Collins is a really good defender. Norton was on top in the first yes. half. He's locked him down. Yeah. They've gone on and won anyway. I don't think oh, it suits anyone making those those comments, no. especially if there's there's nothing that there's nothing that there has, has been there. Is he That's losing right. his marbles a bit? What's going on? Well, with he has got a history, I suppose, in post post game press conferences having a crack, hasn't he? As Tommy Morris. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, when I first re- watched that, I thought, geez, obviously something was going on because what defenders can do is when the ball's up the other end of the ground, they can whack it forwards in the back, knowing full well the forwards can't turn around and retaliate. Yep. Uh, it's this, going on forever and a day, that. Forever and a day. This happened to me when Lee Brown played on me years ago for Collingwood, and he whacked me in the back that often, but I couldn't do anything. Yep. The ball was up the other end against the pies. I rang Adrian Anderson during the week, who was the AFL operations manager at that stage. Uh, he apologised to me on the phone, and I said, mate, if this happens again, I'm going to turn around and knock my opponent out. Because it was starting to happen to a few different forwards at the time. Remember yeah. Scott Thompson was yeah, doing it? Yeah, that, at the time to Barry Hall. There's a few different incidents. I think so I was probably doing it too. You were probably doing Medhurst it as well. and a few of the guys I was playing on. Were you a pincher dog? Did you pinch? Nah, nah, but, but that, like, elbow in the back. Elbow for, in the back. Court for 120 minutes. <laughs> right, just annoying the shit out of your opponent. That's right. But not, I was not ex- hurting him, but it'd, it'd probably yeah. bruise you a little bit. You'd yeah. be frustrated. Absolutely. So watching the press conference, you think, geez, he must have, Sam Collins must have been doing that sort of stuff to Aaron Norton. But... I don't think that was the case. All right, we're going to take some ads and next a full recap of what oh, went down wait. at the precinct. <laughs> Welcome back to Brownie's podcast and kill me now. I feel like absolute dog shit. I could not be more hungover because of what happened at the precinct yesterday. <laughs> I feel great, by the way, guys. Yeah, that's oh, good, yeah, mate. You look great. Fantastic. Uh, Talk us through it. I've got on the couch as well tonight. Oh, I can't believe John, it. Longest day ever. Don't you have like some legal training? Or yeah, something? got legal <laughs> training as well. That That'd probably be would fun. have been handy before we went to the, yeah, the precinct just yeah, to learn I, a few things. But I didn't check the Monday diary though. You know, don't you hate that when you have yeah. a big day and you don't realise what's coming the next so day? So I've got some questions. Please. Oh, I wasn't there. Please. So who was... Outside of you three, who was the first person that waltzed through the doors? Ricky Nixon. Chicken, was it? Mate, Chicken was first there. He got there about 11 for a 2.30 start. <laughs> Brilliant. Who was who was best on ground? Who got the three? Well, I'm going to give you my three. Yep. Uh, three, two, one. I'm going to start with one vote. I'm going to go for uh, my one vote was to, where did I write it down? There it is. Jack. 
Big Jack or yeah. Young Jack. Yeah, uh, yeah. He could absolutely play me if I come out with my biopic or yeah. biopic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember Jack's last name, but he's a good-looking young man. He also he? won the uh, the key holder of Brownie's munted hand. Right. He won it, and he Brownie won. signed it on, on the bottom. And what's he going to use that for? To scratch his ass? Or? I believe so, yes. That probably got ran over by a taxi on the way home. He's going to check uh, his prostate with it, and I believe it's uh, already happened. Two votes to one of our uh, listeners, Rick. Uh, <laughs> Rick. We've had him on here before for writing a poem. He's going to write a poem of the day. N- not he- the Rick that, that abused me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Rick. Absolutely. I love Rick. When I arrived... I, I thought it was f***ing Michael Moore. He's very Michael The documentarian. When you walked in, I thought, I can't believe Mike Moore's here Rick, to film this day. Rick's a ripper, man. I, I, I sent a message when I landed late last night after my plane delays is like a 12 15 anyone still at the precinct right yeah. I was gonna, and rick's written back no one cares boo <laughs> <laughs> started booing me <laughs> come on ricky that's great and three votes well you can't go past bin dog bin dog yeah, we'll mate. get there we've got a full interview between jonathan and bin dog Broads from your end. I think uh, I saw Bin Dog's dick. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, He's yeah, uh, yeah. Sav, he described it as. Broads, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts of the day? Because we didn't organise much in terms of security. And yeah. it got a bit loose towards the end. I was yeah. very concerned when I walked in, Broads. And I looked, I looked for security. There was none. And we were in amongst all the other punters. who we were just there having family oh, no. dinners <laughs> with their kids. It was truly... One of the more regrettable and wild situations I've ever been involved in. Um, what would I? My takeaway would it'd be like going to war. I fe- I came out of it. I was exhausted. I felt like I'd been in the trenches. <laughs> there was just a lot going on from every direction. You right. Had, you had Bin Dog, who we'll get to it. Oh yeah. But was naked and running away from security yeah. whilst yeah. naked. We had what else did we have? Anything? Uh, well, we had Muggsy. Yes. Yeah, how was his race call? Muggsy was race call was unbelievable. We Muggsy. did a fourteen hundred meter race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the listeners, all the people at the party, and all of us involved. Who won? Uh, well, you didn't run. You were scratched at the barriers. <laughs> Mel Brown ran last. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Paul from Sunshine Coast came in strong and won it. Oh, good. Paulie yeah. flew down from the sunny coast. You're his idol. Lovely man, Paulie. Also, at halftime, right? Muggsy comes out as Pitbull. But and does a, does a routine, he's carrying on, he's running around, magnificent job. He just owns the routine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and amazing. then he introduced Chicken Nixon to come out to pretend to, to give Brody his diploma right, which is just an A4 bit of paper, not laminated, not and framed. And spelt incorrectly, he spelt my name wrong, <laughs> so he? he did. Well, B-R-O-D-Y. Y, yep. And then, wow. and then, Brody's, and walk, yeah. Brody's walks out in a full graduation robe. <laughs> And uh, Chicken gives it to him and then kisses him on the mouth. Really? On the mouth. Mouth to mouth with Chicken. I've noticed you've got cold sores already. Yeah, full herpes already, brother. Mate, and it was strong. It wasn't like a quick... It lingered too. The tongue? Mate, because he holds both sides of your cheek when he does it. So he brings it... So you can't even really kind of yeah. shake it off. You've it's just a strong gotta, hold. Dog, it's you, a strong lip hold too. You charged me with the burden of playing the trumpet. How did you go? So Hawks get up and I stood up on a bar table, a bar stool... And uh, people started singing the song, and I've got the full performance here if you're interested. Unbelievable. Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that doesn't resemble... I just said f***ing <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, get off a Tino. 
Pitbull in the end. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I would never know that was the Hawks theme song, judging by the trumpet. Hey, that's was, a good effort, though. 10 out of 10. He got up on the table to do it. Uh, he was absolutely <sighs> magnificent. And during the day, we had the Palace Club, which went shit house, by the way. I we didn't it. win a dollar. Did not win a dollar. But Dino had a megaphone. He's coming to take the races. It was like, fuck. Run! Oh. Run! Kick! Mate, there's a family there just enjoying it. It looked like a family dinner. Really? A of kids Did there. they have to All leave? Here is Dino <laughs> commentating, commentating Sandown races. Now, there's a lot going... Bro, do you got something? And I just want to remind everyone that this is at one of the most respectable pubs in Richmond. That This is all going on, by the way. So yeah. people are like... Where am I? Like, what the fuck is happening here? I'm like at a local country footy club. I thought like, we had a private, is... like, area. Mate, it was a rope. So, so so separated, <laughs> separated by a rope. Oh, no. So this grab, I've just labelled it a lot going on here. Uh, right, so enjoy. Dear Campbell Brown, you have a receding hairline. You also cut your toenails in the Nova studio, and we don't appreciate that. Chrissy Brown will stab you. And Dino's just been arrested. Quick, Dino's just been arrested. Brownie, brown dog, I mean. You you are a miserable cretin and everyone hates you. So I hope you have a shitty flight and all of uh, all the people on the plane hate you. See you later. Rick. That was Rick. That was Rick. That's pretty safe. Everyone would have hated you, dog. Unbelievable. Now, this is a uh, uh, an interview between Bin Dog and Jonathan. And have a listen to Brownie's voice. Jesus Christ. Bin Dog? Yeah. Here yeah, was Brownie's podcast first listen party. It's the best thing I've ever been involved in. There's really? just great men around, and they are such good people to be around. <laughs> because all of my. Are you? Do you? Are you normally well hung? <laughs> no, I've got a small little staff. <laughs> so Brownie asked him, asked him why he got naked. Bin Dog standing in the pub, dog, naked, right? And he's gone down a couple of times by that side. Yeah, yeah, so he's gone it. over. He's taken a few chairs, a table, and firstly he got naked after the game, right? Or yes. shirt off, and then someone coaxed him to put his shirt back on. That was fine, right? A few more beers later. This is extraordinary. All right, it's the shirt off again, and he goes, "That's it. I need to get the same reaction I was last time." But no one's, you know, really cares this time. It's all right. It's all right. Pants off. And obviously, they've put up with a lot. He's been on tables, been down from tables. But when the pants come off, security go, all right. You're out of here. It's, when... it, it's finally time. Hold on. But he's like, hang on a minute. There's only like two of you. And he's quite little, Bin Dog. So, and a few of the chairs are missing and whatnot. So he is on all fours in the nude, crawling <laughs> under tables. <laughs> Mate, security are chasing him around like Benny Hill. Like, Mate, around tables and he's doing like, you know, when you go to one side and they go to the other and you're doing that. Security trying to get Bindog, right. and we're just sitting there watching that. Like, we are actually responsible for this. Like, so this is a pub full of reptiles, mate. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Brilliant. When, when, Absolutely brilliant. Including Brody on the way out because points bet uh, were magnificent. They gave some prize packs, as did uh, Taylor Made. Brody Pomeroy signing the points bet hats on the way out. <laughs> some autographs. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't so sign, I didn't sign an autograph for the whole day, except for the jumper that I wore for the day. I gave oh. the jumper to Chris, worn jumper. Brody did all the signing. Points bet hats. Is that the first autograph you've ever signed? Yeah, Joe, I was addicted to it. Yeah. Really? People were like, oh, no, don't worry about it, mate. I'm like, nah, give it to you. Like, what, like, pulling what, their head what down. Number, what number did you put on? Oh, 16. 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 16. And you, you may miss it in the audio, but when Brownie asked Bindog why he got naked, Bindog uh, replied with the energy of, like, are you an idiot? He goes, because Hawthorne won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of my favourite moments. So we're getting towards the end and people are starting to get, it's starting to get real loose is when I've given JB his curfew or whatnot. And there was a French woman there that was with her partner. Her name escapes me, a French-Canadian woman. Anyway, she goes, where are we going after this? And it's like, 8.45, my alarm's going for 4 o'clock. I'm like, where? I'm going home. And then she she tries to coax me in to not leaving. And she goes, oh, why don't we just go to the Royal together? I'm like... The Royal? And you knocked it back. Mate, knocked back the Royal. The greatest pub in mate, Melbourne. They were going to the Royal on a Sunday night. Mate, the Royal... At 8 o'clock. Can you imagine what it's like, the Royal on a Sunday night with that mob? You would have fitted right in. Oh. Uh, thankfully, JB gave us a wrap-up last night before he left. And again, I don't know how you're talking now, John. <laughs> The day's been unbelievable. The Brownies podcast, first ever li- listener party. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Muggsy on the mic was fantastic. He looked after us all. He put on a great show. He had a great race call. But the amount of imbeciles that turn up this show just sums up our podcast. Brody Pointsburg Pomeroy was absolutely magnificent for his organisation. <laughs> but what the f was Dino doing? What? He has got no idea, and the fact that Brown Dog did not turn up, did not show any lord in this podcast, is one of these great questions I need to ask him going forward. For all the other uh, listeners out there, I know you weren't here, and I absolutely loved you here. Shari, I finally met her. Mick was a pain in the ass. Rick loves a poem. He should go to work. Bin dog. He got nude. He got nude. It's fair to say. I'm going to back up Bin dog. It's the middle of winter. <laughs> he dropped his ducks in front of everyone after his team Hawthorne beat Brisbane. He dropped his ducks in front of everyone, and I'm going to cover for him. It was a cold day. It was a cold day. <laughs> That's magnificent. That was a great wrap up. We have this audio forever. Magnificent. <laughs> magnificent. <laughs> magnificent. Magnificent. Oh, very. Shout out to Rhea as well because, oh, you know, uh, a lot of great. not many women uh, represented there yesterday and she was an yeah. absolute boss. She was probably BOJ. And she Big, the Roy, Big Roy was keeping me abreast of everything that was going yeah, on. Roy. So I do apologise. Uh, I would have loved to have been there. I would have been the best on ground. You would um, have been an asset. I would have, You yeah. may have had but your clothes off with Big You know what? Next oh, time. Next, next time, time. man. Uh, ads, back in a sec. Welcome back to Brownie's Podcast. Uh, before we get into a water world, you got an interesting phone call. I did, and I was a little bit rattled by it, to be honest. Um, I'm sitting at home about 7 o'clock on Friday night, the mm. night before the election, mm. and my phone rings, and it was a random number, mm-hmm. and I just let it go straight through to voicemail. Mm. They left a message, and I listened to it, and I couldn't believe who was ringing me. Hello, it's John Howard calling from Sydney for the <laughs> Liberal Party. Your choice at this election is important because there's a lot at stake. He bangs on, <laughs> yeah, mate, he bangs on for 40 seconds. He goes on and on, but how's the start? Hello, it's John Howard calling from Sydney. Unbelievable, I'm getting trolled by, by the Liberal Party. Did anyone else get that, that no, voice? No, no, I did not. Unusual. I only got the Craig Kelly text messages. Didn't oh, hey, f- 
He sounds like he was at the pub with us yeah, yesterday. Yeah, He's had yeah. a few, Johnny. He also said this. Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was very random and, and quite clearly by the results, yeah. it didn't work. Okay, this one is a beauty. What a world. Mm. Man in Scotland, Stuart Cook. Stuart Cook got charged and convicted and had to serve 75 hours of community service after intentionally passing gas as police officers conducted a body cavity search. He, he, he was involved in a car accident and as he was having a debate with the the, uh, the person he crashed with, old mate Stuart Cook, the police arrived. Um, he was strip searched. They could smell... They could smell marijuana. Yeah, he was cooked. It, yeah, so they took him back to the police station. Yep. And Cook deliberately farted in the direction of the officers three times and stated afterwards, how do you like that? So, <laughs> they, so, so they charged him. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Flexulence. What a world. I've never heard that. I was going to say, how do you prove intent? But when he said, how do you like that? <laughs> magnificent. Magnificent. I tell you, it was magnificent too before we go. Eddie Betts kicked six goals three yesterday Yay! for Brings Home Wallace Day. It was a huge crowd there. So as part of the Carlton draft, he was the second player to play. Alex Rance the week before six. How good's that? I reckon there was about 5,000 people there, so we might try and get Brilliant. any on the podcast on Friday to chat about Again, it. sorry if we didn't give you a shout-out from if you're at the precinct, but honestly, I, I love speaking to everyone. I did a lot of time with everyone. And it was, there was a lot honestly, to digest. it was there? amazing. We're going to do it again soon? Absolutely. But we won't be there. <laughs> It'll just be me. <laughs>